Okay, welcome to our Sunday show here at Progressive News Network on Blog Talk Radio. This week it is EJR, the companion show, which is otherwise known as the Environmental Justice Report, with me, Janine Moloff, the producer and host. Well, if you got a chance to see our advert, you were lucky, because once again, Facebook is still playing games with me, but... And, and in the near future, I'm going to be looking into getting a TikTok account because there's more young people, and young people tend to be more progressive. Uh, anyway, I digress, and I don't really care what the Republicans in Congress think about TikTok. Anyway, if you saw our advert, the headline is pretty outrageous. It says, Florida plans to use radioactive materials in roads. This is not hyperbole, people. It's real. Okay? And we're going to be discussing it. That is our big story today. And then, of course, we will have an ep- another episode of our new feature, My Little Margie. Okay? Because Marjorie Taylor Greene just, you know, puts the ass in jackass, which leads then to our Jackass of the Week Award. So, once again, let's move on with the show. So this week on EJR, the Environmental Justice Report, I'm going to discuss a plan that was passed by the Florida legislature, both houses, the Senate and House, to use radioactive materials as a combined uh, material to pave roads throughout the state. Now, the material in question that they want to use in this composite-type substance is called phosphogypsum. Now, phosphogypsum is a byproduct of fertilizer. So you think, well, fertilizers, how could that be radioactive, right? Well, you're going to find out. Uh, phosphogypsum contains significant amounts of uranium, and its, dec- and its decay uh, products such as, okay, let me do this again, all right? So here's the deal. Phosphogypsum contains significant amounts of uranium and its decay products such as radium-226. Now, radium itself is particularly uh, dangerous because its decay creates radon. Radon is a known and proven carcinogen. And if you've heard, I know some of you have heard about this, okay? You, you get these, uh, these alerts that, you know, basically your home can be tested for radon gas, which has no scent, but it is a known and proven carcinogen. So, Knowing what we know about this substance, about phosphogypsum, and about the fact that, yes, uh, it contains radium-226, and radium in its decay creates radon, a known carcinogen. So why is the GOP, why is the GOP means grand old party, when you hear me say that I'm saying Republican. So why is the GOP or the Republican-controlled legislature in Florida pushing this what can only be called asinine plan. Okay, that's our big story. And again, then we'll do my little Margie. Why are they pushing this plan? Let's find out. Okay, so I've got my uh, my outline in front of me. Takes a while to go through it. So we have several sources here. Okay, so first source is from CBS News, and um, this was they were talking about the House version HB nineteen ninety one again. This is a few days old because this was published May 24th, and at this point now, it looks like both houses of the Florida legislature, the Senate and the House, have both passed versions of this bill. 
It's just waiting for, you know, DeSantis to sign off on it, which is incredibly dangerous. So the headline from CBS News is, Radioactive roads made of potentially cancer-causing mining waste could be headed to Florida under new bill. And it's by Lee Cohen, it looks like. So this was published May, May 24th, a few days ago. And it's saying the same thing I just said, that basically the lawmakers pushing this bill, if DeSantis signs off on it, new roads across the state can be made with radioactive mining waste. Now, critics are saying that this could pose, obviously, a risk to people and the environment. Um, the Florida Senate, has, at the time of this writing by CBS News, the Florida Senate had approved the bill that would authorize, quote, the state's Department of Transportation, Transportation to use phosphogypsum in road construction aggregate material, end quote. Okay. Again, when this was written May 24th, the house was our, you know, the house was looking at it. Okay. Now, you know, we're on our Memorial Day weekend. Both houses have passed this, and so now we're just waiting for DeSantis to sign off on it. So, why the big zero? What is phosphogypsum? Okay. Well, let's find out. CBS News gave a nice, um, concise explanation of it. So, phosphogypsum is waste that's left behind from the mining of phosphate rock. Now, phosphate rock is used to produce fertilizer, commonly used, okay? So, um, and it's known for containing, quote, radioactive material, quote, according to the EPA, and this is from epa.gov. So, I'm going to read this statement very carefully from the CBS News uh, article so that I'm not misquoted. Quote, phosphogypsum is the waste left behind from mining phosphate rock, comma, which is commonly used for producing fertilizer, comma, and is known for containing, in quotes, radioactive material, according to the, NP according to the EPA, end quote. So yeah, let's talk about the explanation. Phosphate rock according to the EPA, contains what they consider to be small amounts of uranium and radium, okay? All right. But in the leftover waste, those elements, those elements that are in phosphate rock, both the uranium and, uranium and the radium, decay to radium, okay? So in the leftover waste, these, those elements decay to radium, quote, which then becomes, now wait for it, radon which, quote, is a potentially cancer-causing radioactive gas, end quote, and that's according to a spokesperson from the EPA who relayed, re relayed this information to CBS News. Okay. Now, the EPA website explained that, quote, because the wastes are concentrated, phosphogypsum is more radioactive than the original phosphate rock. I'm going to say that one again because it really needs to be emphasized, quote, straight from the EPA website, Environmental Protection Agency, quote, because the wastes are concentrated, phosphogypsum is more radioactive than the original phosphate rock, end quote. That's from the EPA website. The spokesperson from EPA added, quote, 
the Clean Air Act regulations require that phosphogypsum be managed in engineered stacks to limit public exposure from emissions of radar, radon and other radionuclides in the material. I'm going to read that again because I stumbled on a little bit, okay? The, e the EPA spokesperson added the following, quote, the Clean Air Act regulations require that phosphogypsum be managed in engineered stacks to limit public exposure from emissions of radon and other radionuclides in the material, end quote. Now, this brings us to a phenomenon that is well known in parts of Florida, not so well known in my hometown of St. Louis, but we need to be paying attention. So I'm going to get a little water here. Hmm. The problem with audio is you can't see what I'm doing. Okay. So in Florida, there is an area called Piney Point. And residents there refer to the phosphogypsum engineered stacks as, quote, the stacks at Piney Point. And there's a controversy there. So the former, let me, I'm going to read this exactly as written, okay? Quote, typically the waste, that, typically that waste is stored in large piles known as stacks such as those that were the source of controversy at Piney Point, the former phosphate mining facility in Manatee County that saw a near catastrophic breach that ended up with millions of gallons of wastewater being dumped in local waterways. And this is as documented by CBS News. You know, in uh, an article titled Piney Point Mining Facility Dumped Years Worth Hazardous nutrient, nu Nutrients, Tampa Bay. Okay. All right. So that's what it says. Now, it's been passed by the House and the Senate, this, this new bill. It's waiting for DeSantis to sign. The bill was, um, let's see now. It was, they said, ordered and rolled by the Florida House on May 1st. Uh, the Senate's already passed it. It's, wait, it's waiting for DeSantis to sign off. Um, if DeSantis signs off on it, which I'm sure he will, the Department of Transportation would thus be granted permission to, quote, undertake demonstration pro projects, end quote, using the material, quote, to determine its feasibility as a paving material, end quote. Now, the Department of Transportation would be required to, you know, conduct some sort of study on the suitability is the term they use for the material, and that's according to the bill passed by the Florida legislature, and it must be completed by April 1st, 2024. Now, if, if Ron DeSantis signs this asinine bill, and it is asinine, phosphogypsum would be added to a list of other, quote, recyclable materials, end quote, that legislature, legislators say, quote, contribute to problems of declining space in landfills, end quote, but could be used for road construction. Now, there are other materials that are already approved that are recycled and used for uh, paving roads. That tire rubbers, one, ash residue from coal, combustion byproducts, mixed plastic, construction steel, and glass. Now, here's the thing. There's a lie contained in this, all right? Keep in mind, the Department of Transportation 
and I guess the people pushing this bill, their rationale is that they need to add phosphogypsum to a list of these recyclable materials because legislators, this is, what the, this is a lie by the legislatures, because legislatures say that phosphogypsum is, quote, contributing to problems of declining space and landfills. That's their excuse. So the Republicans in the Florida legislature are saying, look, guys, we need to add phosphogypsum to this list of recyclable materials. Don't worry. It, it's not too radioactive. You know, I'm being sarcastic, obviously. But we need to do it because the landfills are getting overloaded with phosphogypsum. Okay. Except for one thing. Phosphogypsum is not stored in landfills. It's stored in stack systems. Right there. And the CBS News even caught it. Okay, but, you know, phosphogypsum is reserved for storage in what they call gypstack systems, not landfills. And the EPA banned its use in projects for decades. So why are they so eager to do this? Huh. Well, you know, polluters, when they get fined by the EPA, and this is just my own theory, okay, it's just an opinion right now. What I've read in the past is that polluters, if they get caught by the EPA, which is a big if, then the amount of fines they have to pay, punitive fines, um, in order to fix or whatever, is based on actual measurable tonnage. Okay? Well, if you take the fossil gypsum and remove it from the stacks, think about it for a minute, and put it in a mixture of other materials where you pave the roads, one, the companies, the polluters don't have measurable amounts then, so they don't have to pay as much in EPA fines. Two, the evidence is scattered, so it would be hard-pressed to prove that phosphogypsum that was uh, created by these companies contributed to mass illness. Uh, and and uh, three, it's, you know, it's been done before. Okay, remember when there was um, the BP massive oil spill, they called it. It wasn't a spill, but that's what they called it, okay. And remember BP used these uh, chem this chemical mixture to disperse the oil, right, which created actually more pollution. You think, okay, why did they do that when there were people that had come up with a device that, since oil, you know, oil and water don't really mix, literally, could skim the oil off and clean everything up. Well, because then BP would have had to pay more fines by the tonnage of the spill. When it's dispersed, it's impossible to measure, thus no fines or very few fines. This has been done before, folks, and I know if this sounds really outrageous to you, well, it should. Okay, and, you know, the fangs have been taken out of EPA. really has. Okay. So EPA banned the use of phosphogypsum in products for decades, but according to CBS News, a spokesperson for the agency said that the material is allowed for use in agricultural or indoor research. There are some restrictions. Now, it also added the, the agency can also approve specific uses for that material, quote, if it is, quote, at least as protective of human health as placement in a stack, end quote. Okay. 
Now, if that application meets that requirement where they can come up with a cockamamie excuse that, hmm, well, this use is just as safe as placement in a stack, then you could use it for road construction, and EPA could approve it. EPA cowards. All right? The fact is the heads of the EPA, first of all, professional agencies should be run by professionals in that area. EPA should be run by scientists, period. Not administrators, not lawyers, scientists. Okay? Um, and here's the thing. Florida's had a problem with their gypsum stacks now leaching into groundwater, which is, if you don't know, that's your drinking water, folks. You know, so when you see towns, for instance, hmm, there's just this mysterious rise in cancer cases. They don't know what they know, okay? Cancer doesn't just spontaneously occur. It has to have a trigger, all right? So, again, these stacks have leached into groundwater in Florida. Tiny Points is one of the areas, uh, and we're going to be discussing it on another show. Make no mistake about it. Um, so, you know, once again, it's those gypsum stacks, excuse me, those phosphogypsum stacks, properly engineered. Apparently, they I guess they weren't properly maintained. We'll cover it in another show. But they have, there's evidence that that, that material is leached into um, several groundwater areas, which is your drinking water. Okay. Now... The bill is written as of the 24th, quote, does not state that any phosphogypsum-centered plans for road construction will be used in accordance with the conditions of the EPA's approval, which the EPA spokesperson reiterated to CBS News, end quote. Okay, so the bill's not really caring what EPA says, apparently. Now, the EPA agency did say the following, quote, any request for a specific use of phosphogypsum in roads will need to be submitted to EPA as EPA's approval is legally required before the material can be used in road construction. Upon issuing any notice of pending approval, EPA will open a public comment period, make any applications, and our technical analysis of those applications publicly available and seek input on the proposed decision, end quote. So apparently the Republicans of the Florida, legisl Florida legislature did not give a crap, not only about the people, about what federal law says either. No shock there. Now, the bill, there's several people that are really worried about it. Um, the Center for Biological Diversity, their staff attorney is someone named Reagan Whitlock. And Reagan Whitlock said the following, quote, History has shown wherever this waste goes, environmental contamination has followed. The Environmental Protection Agency actually found numerous risks from the use of phosphogypsum in road construction that would expose the public, particularly road construction workers, to an unacceptably dangerous cancer risk. Now let's go to the big cancer risk, radon. Get a little water here. Mm. Sorry, folks. All right. So, radon is the gas emitted from phosphogypsum, from its decay. Keep in mind, phosphogypsum contains, albeit 
they say small amounts of uranium and radium-226. But when it decays, which it will, especially because of the radium-226, radon is emitted in large quantities. Now, radon basically is the second leading cause of lung cancer, second only to smoking like a chimney. Okay? And that's according to the EPA. The agency also says, quote, it's the single greatest environmental source of radiation exposure. So let's go to Piney Points, okay? Piney Points is one of those areas that has this huge phosphogypsum stack, you know, one of those engineered stacks. Uh, keep in mind, besides Piney Point, Florida has 27 phosphate mines. And Florida also has, according to the evidence, very poor water quality. Okay? Now, going back to Reagan-Whitlock. Um, Whitlock points out the problems at Piney Point, as well as other issues that have developed throughout the years, again, due to Florida's 27 phosphate mines, as documented by CBS News. And so Reagan Whitlock is not really enthused that, um, you know, the state of Florida or the EPA is going to do what they're supposed to do. Whitlock said the following, quote, it's no secret that Florida's water quality is struggling. And this is another example of an industry getting its way and further subjecting Floridians and our environment to catastrophe and harm, end quote. Now, the bill does promise that there will be a study that will be conducted first. But Reagan Whitlock is, you know, from, again, the um, Center for Biological Diversity is very cynical about that particular study uh, and probably with good cause, okay? Uh, you know, Whitlock points out the fact you have other environmental impacts that can just affect this, such as, you know, when major storms occur like Hurricane Ian, what happens to those stacks, all right? According to Reagan Whitlock, quote, I have very little confidence in the state of Florida's ability to manage this product. The Florida Department of Environmental Protection has decades of mismanagement of phosphogypsum stacks. It's clear that this study, the feasibility study that the Florida Department of Transportation would create, is only aimed at addressing whether this would be a suitable construction material. The Florida Department of Transportation is not in the position to make a finding about the health and safety of this product to Floridians and our environment, end quote. Now, the bill pushes this idea, this is a great way to handle excessive waste due to, you know, phosphogypsum. Whitlock says that basically when it comes to the issue of phosphogypsum, quote, there is no good option. Whitlock goes on to basically explain that there's, there isn't a single safe way to dispose of really any radioactive material, but there's no safe way to dispose of the radioactive material like phosphogypsum that exists that we actually know how to do other than a gypstack storage. And, you know, basically what Locke went on to say, quote, the industry makes 30 million tons of this waste every single year. Whatever we do with phosphogypsum and roads will only be a drop in that massive, massive well, end quote. It will be a drop in the well, but once again, right onto gas, it will be just literally coming from the roads as you drive along, 
you have the windows cracked open. It's a beautiful spring day. And your kids and you are breathing in that radon. Okay? This is not normal, folks. Now, I have some more information, too. Okay? I have a study here. And I found this study in ScienceDirect.com. Uh, let's see now. The study was conducted... Let me scroll down here, folks. I found this this whole story just the other day, actually. So I, I had to really move fast on this one. Um, okay. So this study, ScienceDirect.com, yeah. It was entitled Process Safety and Environmental Protection. It's in Volume 170, February 2023. This is really just like a synopsis. You could, I guess, look up the full study yourself, but you'd have to pay for it. So uh, the authors are, and I'm going to mangle these Chinese things, Chao Twang Wang, Zi Wan Wang, Deming Hung. I can't pronounce this. Okay. There are one, two, three, six Chinese authors, and I apologize. Okay. So let's move on. This is called Recovery and Recycling Core of Phosphogypsum, Characteristic Hazardous Elements, Risk Assessment, and Analysis. Okay. All righty. So there's an abstract here, and I'm just going to read it exactly as it is stated here because I'm not uh, a geologist or that type of science scientist. Okay. A little more water. Hmm. Okay, so the abstract, I'm going to read it first. Quote, Phosphogypsum is a solid waste produced by wet processed phosphoric acid. However, the heavy metals and other pollutants contained in PG, in other words, phosphogypsum is referred to, this is PG, have not been controlled in the process of resource utilization. And there are potential risks to the ecological environment and human health. In this paper, the basic physical and chemical properties and heavy metal, heavy metal pollution of four samples from four PG accumulated, accumulation areas in China were studied. The study found that the microstructure of different samples of PG was not much different, but there were some differences in heavy metal contact, content. The characteristic heavy metals in PG were determined as, and it says ASCD, CR, and HG, by comprehensive evaluation methods of different characteristic heavy metals. Okay, I'm going to skip ahead here. Okay. Um, oh, here. At the same time, it was found that the valence of heavy metals in PG was related to the process of wet process, wet process phosphoric acid. Here you go. The harm of gypsum to the environment was mainly caused by heavy metal elements, and that was ASCDCR and HG. Using the risk exposure model recommended by the United States Environmental Protection Agency, it was found that there were carcinogenic risks for adults and children in soil intake due to AS and CR pollution. Um, and it goes on, all right? So basically, they talk about heavy metals in PG or phosph... Um, I can't say it anymore. Ah, I'm sorry, folks. Heavy metals in phosphogypsum, okay? Yeah, 
heavy metals in phosphogypsum, otherwise known as PG. Enter the, quote, enter the human body through the soil, which causes serious harm to human health, end quote. Okay. So this study goes on. Uh, the main producers of phosphogypsum are Russia, Egypt, Saudi Arabia, Australia, and China. China is the lar largest single producer. Uh, they account for about 44.83%, according to Rashad, in 2017. Now, this is used, again, in fertilizer for agribusiness. I'm not going to call it farming. I'm going to call it what it is, agribusiness. All right? Traditional farmers know how to grow crops. Agribusiness uses fertilizer and other things that may be questionable because they want more product faster. That's it. Okay? All right, so PG contains harmful substances. I'm going further down. Okay, quote, PG contains harmful substances such as soluble phosphorus, soluble fluoride, and heavy metals. If stored in the open for a long time, it will cause serious pollution to the external environment, according to Wu et al. 2022b. Okay? So... There's some serious issues here that the legislatures, the Republicans in the Florida legislature either didn't look into, didn't care. God only knows what their actual uh, motivation was, but they should be held accountable. Okay. So we're going to skip ahead here. I'm going to check our time. Okay. Today might be a slower, you know, shorter show. Okay. Um, now, PG or phosphogypsum has been used other places, including in Canada. And it's kind of funny because people always think of Canadians as being such great environmentalists. Eh, wrong. Okay. Um, PG or phosphogypsum was used in Canada. Um, and, quote, there were no restrictions on heavy metals and other pollutants, according to Ubaha et al. 2022. In other words, when these when the industry did their own little studies, they may have looked at the actual material and they didn't consider what the heavy metals would do. Okay. Um, the same was the case in India. There were no, uh, so here we go, resource utilization of PG in India. It was supervised and monitored by quote, two independent state agencies, Central Pollution Control Committee, and the Atomic Energy Regulatory Commission, according to Pala et al., 2022. This goes on to say, quote, when the conditions were met, the use of PG was approved by the regulatory authorities, and here, here's the kicker, there were no restrictions, again, on heavy metals and other pollutants in agricultural applica applications, end quote. Okay. We know there's another study cited here, according to Jalali et al. in 2020, quote, heavy metals and other hazardous substances often caused serious harm to environmental safety and human health. Okay? According to Zhu et al. in 2018, quote, some previous researchers have found that heavy metals, HGPB, which is the phosphogypsum, and CD, could infiltrate the food chain through surface water or soil, and they will accumulate in essential organs such as the liver, 
thereby producing toxicity, end quote. So basically there's some other heavy metals, but phosphogypsum is one of the, you know, one of the culprits that it leaches into the water, it gets into the soil, it gets into the food chain. Keep in mind, they're using phosphogypsum in fertilizer that produces our food. Okay? There was another study, and I'm reading, I think this is in the conclusions part of this, of this little abstract. Um, there was another study by Santos at AL 2022. It said, quote, at the same time, heavy metals could also cause central nervous system damage and heart disease through skin contact, intake, and respiration. In other words, you breathe it in. There was a study according to Quispy et al. 2021, quote, the World Health Organization has listed some heavy metals as one of the critical substances endangering biological health, end quote. Okay. We have some serious problems here. Is it all phosphogypsum? Not necessarily. But you can read the study yourself. I wanted you to understand that this is really a serious problem, okay? In the acknowledgments, for those, you know, if there's some right-wingers out there saying, oh, this is just, you know, this is propaganda. No, it's not, okay? This work, according to the acknowledgments, quote, uh, and there's 82 references on top of it, quote, the work, this work was financially supported by Science and Technology Research Project of Chongqing Municipal Education Commission, Opening Project of Key Laboratory of Solid Waste Treatment and Resource Recycle, Ministry of Education, and Opening Project of Key Laboratory of Urban Pollutant Conversion, Chinese Academy of Sciences, Key Laboratory of Advanced Civil Engineering Materials, Tongji University, Ministry of Education, and it goes on. Okay, this is not propaganda, folks. Okay, and I guess... To those of you here in St. Louis and other parts of the Midwest, you need to understand something. They did it in Florida. They can export it here, too. And let's face facts. State legislatures are acting like rogue governments. All right? Now, we have another um, another uh, piece here from NPR, National Public Radio. The National Public Radio, I'm tired, folks, okay? This was published earlier in May, May 9th, actually, by Bill Chappell. Um, and it says Florida lawmakers want to use radioactive materials to pave roads. Talks about phosphogypsum. Again, it's a byproduct in the fertilizer industry. It contains uranium and radium. When it decays, which it will do, it always does. There's no avoiding that. It also forms radon, a, quote, cancer-causing radioactive gas, period. You know, in recent years, we've all heard the commercials about, you know, have your home checked for radon, this silent killer. This is what they want to put on their roads in Florida. And you know what? It doesn't matter if it's part of a composite material that they use to pave the roads. Gases will still emerge. It doesn't just magically go in the ground and it's gone. So, this is from the fertilizer industry, and this is a bill lawmakers sent to DeSantis. Okay? Um, 
so what do you want? Here's what the law as of May 9th said, okay? First, we're talking about HB 1191, which was the first part, okay? HB 91, quote, would compel the Florida Transportation Department to study using phosphogypsum in paving projects, calling for demonstration products, projects using phosphogypsum in road construction aggregate material to determine its feasibility as a paving material, end quote. So if it's improved, it's going to be put in the pavement with stone, gravel, and sand. That's not going to stop radon from getting to you. Okay? So what is phosphogypsum? Why, does, why, why is there so much in Florida in particular? Okay, so fertilizer, phos, when you need to use fertilizer, phosphorus is important. It lets plants grow strong, roots, and, you know, it improves the crops. Now, Florida has been a major source since the 1800s. Now, according to the EPA, quote, Florida alone accounts for approximately 80% of the current capacity, making it the world's largest phosphate-producing area, end quote. And that's according to EPA.gov. Now, according to this article in NPR, Blation, again, quote, when phosphate rock is dissolved in sulfuric acid to make phosphoric acid for fertilizer, in other words, when they turn it into fertilizer, phosphogypsum's what's left over. Okay? Now, this production process that they're talking about now dates to the 1840s. And that is according to, let's see now, Florida Polytechnic University. Okay? And I assume they're using the same process because maybe it's cheaper. I don't know. But they're using a process that dates back to the 1840s. It isn't that efficient, but that's what they're doing. And it says here, quote, for every ton of phosphoric acid produced, more than five tons of phosphogypsum waste is generated, end quote. And that says um, document of EPA.com. Okay, so it creates five times the amount of waste. So then it has to be stored, the phosphogypsum stored in the gyp stacks. The stacks are enormous. Some of them are up to 800 acres and are about 200 feet high. These gyp stacks have also been linked to sinkholes. Okay, and that's according to uh, WSF News and other breaches, Florida Museum, University of Florida.edu. Okay, so is it dangerous, as we said before? Yes, it is. Okay. Now, this is according to the EPA, okay, epa.gov, quote, phosphogypsum contains appreciable, not small, appreciable quantities of uranium and its decay products such as radium-226, okay? And because the fertilizer production process concentrates waste material, phosphogypsum is more radioactive than the original phosphate rock, end quote. That is according to EPA. EPA goes on to say, quote, the radium is of particular concern because it decays to form radon, a cancer-causing radioactive gas, end quote. Okay, if I'm repeating it, it's because it needs to be made clear. Think about this for a moment. People will have their homes checked for radon gas because it's called a silent killer. 
but it won't matter now because if they're allowed to do this, it's going to be on your roads. Think about that. Now, there was an analysis, according to this piece, commissioned by the Fertilizer Institute. And this is according to www.regulations.gov. So you know they have a built-in bias. Um, I'm going to read this exactly as it says. Quote, an analysis commissioned by the Fertilizer Institute, a group that represents the fertilizer industry, disagrees, saying that using phosphogypsum in road construction won't produce radioactive doses that are above the EPA's acceptable risk. Such work, it stated, quote, can be done safely and results in doses that are a small fraction of those arising from natural background radiation, end quote. <clears throat> lie. That is a huge lie. And those that actually signed off on that analysis, if they have professional licenses, they should, leave, they should lose them. Okay. Now, there were some researchers in, Ch in China last November, and they reviewed um, several existing studies on the idea of recycling phosphogypsum. And they said they were optimistic, according to the uh, National Institute of Health, about the potential use in road construction materials. But the conclusion they came to was that more studies are needed noting that, quote, few studies have focused on its durability or analyzed its long-term effects on soil and water resources, end quote. Okay. Let's face facts here. How honest the research be coming out of, you know, a dictatorship like China? Let's be honest, okay? In fact, you know, EPA, as weak as it is, is saying this is dangerous, all right? So, again, the Center for Biological Diversity was quoted, as well as 30 other groups. They sent a letter to DeSantis saying, quote, using radioactive phosphogypsum in roads is not a solution to the fertilizer industry's toxic waste problem. Florida should not be a test subject in the industry's reckless experiment, end quote. And that, you know, you can look at this and find the letter yourself. It's at biologicaldiversity.org. It's in the press release section. Look, the, I was going to say, it, the fertilizer industry caused this problem, all right? They just did. And, you know, we should demand more from EPA. In fact, I think the federal government should be in the business, not of giving big tax breaks to corporate, but instead taking that money and doing honest science that no corporation can challenge. Enough's enough. Now, is Florida's plan legal? Okay. So keep in mind, apparently there's one billion with a B, tons of waste that are stored in Florida right now. Is Florida's plan legal? Okay, well, the EPA said, quote, phosphogypsum remains prohibited from use in road construction, end quote. But under former President Donald Trump, Trump rescinded, Trump ordered the EPA to rescind that policy starting in October 2020. But the EPA reinstated the rule in June 2021. 
So there's a difference in the administration right there. Okay, Trump would have been fine with this radioactive can- carcinogen, this radioactive cancer-causing mess on Florida's roads. Biden got in, and at least he had the sense to say, no, we're not doing that. Now, the Florida legislation doesn't really deal with the federal prohibition. Okay, They have some supporting documents, and their supporting document says, yeah, okay, let's, let's use some of this for research purposes. And then they claim the phosphogypsum isn't technically a, quote, solid waste. So, you know, the Florida legislation, the lawyers in in that group, you know, they're playing games. Now, we're not talking about whether or not somebody gets a little extra profit here. We're talking about whether or not your kid comes down with lung cancer caused by radon. Okay? Now, NPR questioned the EPA about this on question the EPA on Florida's plan. And EPA said the following, quote, the legislation passed in Florida would not affect the requirement that U.S. EPA review proposed alternative uses of, let me start again. Quote, the legislation passed in Florida would not affect the requirement, end quote. So in other words, the requirement that, you know, you can't use it, all right, unless you can prove it's safe. It goes on to say, quote, that U.S. EPA review proposed alternative uses of phosphogypsum on an individual case-by-case basis. So EPA saying, look, you got to go case-by-case. And, you know, the Florida legislation didn't really deal with that. So EPA said the state would have to apply for approval, like any project, and then there would be an open to public comment period, et cetera. Okay. So here's... The kicker, though, um, DeSantis could sign this, you know, the next week or so. He could, and then it would become law in Florida. But here's the other thing that NPR said the others didn't quote. If he takes no action, the bill will be enacted automatically. So the Republicans in Florida said, yeah, we want DeSantis' signature, but if he doesn't want to sign it, guess what? It's going to become law anyway. I'd like to know how. That that's really damning right there. Okay, you know this should make everybody very angry. Okay, all right. So I have a letter here that I'm going to read to you because I know sometimes we get callers and they claim, "Well, you're just you know giving us propaganda." No, I'm not actually. All right, I have an outline here in front of me, and I download copy and paste, not only the URL, but the actual full piece. You know, so my outline is some 11,000 words. So, no, I'm, I'm not. This is not propaganda. I'm reading it as it is. So, the Center for Biological Diversity, as I said, Reagan Whitlock is their, you know, lead counsel, their lead attorney, sent this letter and this press release May 1st. Okay? And I'm going to read it exactly as they wrote it. Quote, Governor DeSantis urged to veto radioactive roads bill would permit radioactive phosphogypsum to be built into Florida roads. Okay, St. Petersburg, Florida, quote, more than 20 conservation organizations across the southeast urged Florida, Ron, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis today to veto House Bill 1191, which would allow the use of radioactive fertilizer waste in road construction across the state. 
The bill passed by legislators today permitting use of toxic phosphogypsum in demonstration road projects in Florida is the first step in a phosphate industry push to eventually use the waste in roads nationwide. The Environmental Protection Agency prohibits using the toxic phosphate waste in roadway construction because it poses an unacceptable risk to road construction workers, public health, and the environment. Quote, the only way Governor DeSantis can assure Floridians he's serious about protecting them from this radioactive waste is to veto this reckless bill, end quote, said Reagan Whitlock, a Florida-based attorney with the Center for Biological Diversity. Goes on to say, quote, this dangerous plan to pave Florida's roads with toxic phosphate mining waste is an egregious handout to an industry that has a lengthy history of damaging the environment and putting public health at risk, end quote. The bill would require the Florida Department of Transportation to complete a study on the feasibility of using phosphogypsum as a material for road construction with an unreasonably short completion date of April 1, 2024. The EPA has already concluded that phosphogypsum in roads is unsafe, and the fast-track study required by the bill fails to allow enough time to complete a thorough scientific review of the plant's health and safety risk. Quote, this is from Rachel Curran, who is also an attorney with People for Protecting Peace River. <clears throat> Quote, no environmentally conscious or green governor worth his salt would ever sign a bill into law approving road building with radioactive materials. Even the fast-track study contemplated by this industry-sponsored bill, notice that again, even the fast-track study contemplated by this industry-sponsored bill would create harm because that study involves a full-scale road project that would have very real very detrimental impacts to the environment and health of Floridians, especially road construction crews. The agency currently requires that phosphogypsum be stored in piles called gyp stacks and are hundreds of acres wide and hundreds of feet tall, end quote. We've already discussed this. Quote, more than a billion, more than one billion tons of the radioactive waste are already stored in 25 stacks in Florida. The industry has a demonstrated history of inadequate management when it comes to phosphogypsum waste. The stacks are prone to spills and sinkholes, like the breach at Piney Point and sinkholes at New Wales that threatened Tampa Bay and the Floridian, Floridian Aquifer. End quote. Side note. For those of you that don't know, either in Florida or here in Missouri, elsewhere, an aquifer is where we get most of our water. It is an underground source of water. When you turn on the tap, most likely you're getting water from an aquifer. Let me go on with the letter. Quote, in 2020, the Trump-era EPA approved the use of phosphogypsum in roads. Following a lawsuit and petition by the center and other conservation, public health, and union groups, in 2021, the agency withdrew that approval. So it wasn't Biden. I take it back. I can, end quote, I can admit when I'm wrong, okay? This was because of a lawsuit. God bless them. All right. Going on, quote, with the letter, quote, 
putting radioactive phosphogypsum in roads would let the fertilizer industry off the hook for safely disposing of the millions of tons of dangerous waste it creates each year while generating another cash stream for industry giants like the Mosaic Company, which reported a net income of $3.6 billion, with a B, in 2022 alone. End quote. So I'm going to move from the letter for a second here. This lets the industry off the hook. Okay. Basically, this this is a bill that was industry sponsored by the industry that created the problem in the first place. And yes, like I said earlier, it lets them off the hook because how are you going to determine where the waste is in order to measure how much the fines are going to be? And they create another industry and make more money. Back to the letter, quote, because the industry is running out of places to put this toxic waste, allowing its use in roads would clear the way for the industry to generate even more of it, end quote. Wow. I want you all to think about that for a minute. I really do. Hold on. Mm. A little water. So keep in mind, this bill that's about to become law in Florida, first of all, it, I agree with these lawyers. It most likely is a test bill so that they can try and export this across the United States. Secondly, this bill in Florida was industry-sponsored by the very industry and companies that caused the problem in the first place. And, yeah, my hypothesis, it appears, was right, that basically – you know, the EPA, they find polluters based on tonnage. But if you put this radioactive material in pavement, how in the world are you going to uh, assess fines? And they create a new industry and make more money all in the process of poisoning us. This should make everyone's blood boil. Make no mistake about it. It just should. This is an out, it's beyond an outrage. And this is why it's on the Environmental Justice Report, EJR. Justice, or rather injustice, is baked right into this bill. Make no mistake about it. People do not just mysteriously come down with cancer without an environmental trigger, folks. In fact, I wish the medical community would stop calling it cancer. I wish they would call it, except in a few instances, I wish they would call it what it truly is, environmentally caused um, poisoning. Because that's what it is. It's my, it's my opinion. I'm entitled to it. Okay, let's move on here. Um, so, I think you've had enough of this now. I'm not going to go into it anymore. One of the things that I will say, because um, I have more material, believe it or not, I will say that this is a test bill, just like a lot of other um, legislative atrocities that come out of Florida. In fact, there is an op-ed, and this is written by Glenn Compton, uh, and it was published in, let's see now, what is the name of this publication here? The Bradenton Times. Okay. 
Now, it says the end of this, and I'm going to read it as well. Glenn Compton is the chairman of Minnesota 88, and that's a nonprofit organization that spent over 30 years fighting to protect the environment of Manatee and Sarasota counties. And he wrote this letter. It's so good. I cannot improve upon it. I'm going to read it. You know, again, another letter, but it speaks volumes. Okay. Quote. This is by Glenn Compton. Quote. Fossil gypsum stacks are located in Louisiana, Idaho, Illinois, North Carolina, Arkansas, and Florida. End quote. I'm going to stop there for a second. So this isn't just Florida. It's in the Midwest. It's in the South. People need to wake up. Okay? So, again, just pointing that out here because I think that the um, the large company behind all this is called the Mosaic Company. They are a Fortune 500 company. And I think, again, I'm going to pose it as a question, okay? You know, question, is this bill in Florida a test run to export it all over the United States? It's a legitimate question. And I pose it as a question because that way they can't say I'm slandering, libeling, or defaming. It's a question. Protected speech. Okay, let's go on Mr. Compton's really excellent letter. Here we go. Quote, Fosso gypsum stacks are located in Louisiana, Idaho, Illinois, North Carolina, Arkansas, and Florida. Phosphate companies have dumped in excess of 900 million tons of radioactive waste in Florida and are producing over 30 million tons of phosphogypsum waste annually as the industry continues to expand its dumping operations. Phosphogypsum has no economic value because of its impure content. Phosphogypsum has a high radium content. The lifetime cancer risk for adults resulting from exposure to this waste is one excess fatal cancer per 10,000 people. The risk for children is significantly higher. End quote. I'm going to stop that here. I want you to hear that again. The risk for children is significantly higher. Your babies, these, I'm just going to say a bad word, these bastards want to use this radioactive material in your roads and the risk to, the future risk to your children, to your babies coming down with cancer is much higher than even for adults. I want that to sink in for a minute. You should be absolutely violently outraged by this. No child should come down with cancer, ever. I have friends who lost a child to cancer, and it is vile. No, nobody should have to go through that. So I'm going to calm down for a minute here. So again, back to the letter. Quote, the risk for children is significantly higher. Radium can leach from gypsum stacks into subsurface aquifers. It can be absorbed by plants, consumed by livestock and wildlife, and work its way through the food chain to humans. Radium's 1,630-year half-life from phosphogypsum stacks will likely remain a public health risk for generations to come. The long-term economic, environmental, and health impacts of this have not been fully realized. Phosphogypsum has been banned in all uses since 1992 because it causes cancer. Allowing phosphogypsum to be used in roadbeds could open the regulatory door for the use of phosphogypsum in construction or agricultural applications, end quote. 
I'm going to stop here for a minute because i got to calm down. Okay, I'm just going to say it right now. This just makes my blood boil. Am I editorializing with my voice? Yeah. I don't care. This just makes my blood boil. Back to the letter. And this is what they're really after. That bill in Florida is just a test run. If they can get away with it there, then basically the industry gets, you know, a free pass, you know, immunity from all their environmental crimes. This is really about. Okay? Back to this. Quote. Back to the letter. Quote. Allowing phosphogypsum to be used in roadbeds could open the regulatory door for the use of phosphogypsum in construction or agricultural applications. This will put the general public at an unacceptable risk as the phosphogypsum will become widespread in its distribution. Phosphate rock from Central Florida has some of the highest radiation levels in the United States. The use of Central Florida phosphogypsum will unnecessarily expose workers, the environment, and the general public to otherwise avoidable radon and gamma radiation exposure. Unlike some approaches used to solve water pollution problems, dilution of levels of radionuclides to acceptable low levels is not feasible. There is a health risk at every level of exposure to radiation and possibly an increased risk at low levels of exposure. All uses of phosphogypsum can cause significant health risk. The radioactive decay of this material will emit particles that can cause increased cancer risk and unacceptable radiation levels in areas normally not have such problems. Quote, in addition to high radium-226 levels, Central Florida phosphogypsum also contains significant amounts of sulfur and various heavy metals such as arsenic, barium, cadmium, and lead. Contaminated water and dissolved materials containing these toxins have the potential to seep from phosphogypsum used for construction purposes and pollute the underlying aquifer, end quote. I'm going to deviate from the letter real fast. We're almost at the end. Again, most of our drinking water comes from underwater aquifers. Most Americans don't understand that. This will leach into our water. Not to mention the arsenic and the lead. Seriously. All right. And again, as it's contaminated, if it's mixed in legally, it would be very simple for corporate attorneys to twist the law and say, well, you can't really prove it was our stuff. And that's what they're going to do unless we stop them. All right. Back to the letter. Quote. More stringent environmental regulation to control the adverse impacts of phosphogypsum is needed. Allowing for the widespread distribution of phosphogypsum will lead to less oversight of a dangerous waste product. The EPA and DEP lack adequate regulations needed to protect the public and the environment from hazards associated with gypsum stacks and dispersal of phosphogypsum. The phosphate industry should not be permitted to externalize the cost of their phosphogypsum waste disposal problems at the public's expense. The cost is too high, end quote. Wow, he said it all. And that's what they're trying to do. They, this industry wants not only to be able to poison us further, 
to explosive cancer rates, explosive levels of lead poisoning as well, not only to adults, but to our children. But it also wants the public basically absorb the cost of that industry's waste disposal problem. And they want to get out of jail free card on top of it while they make money off of poisoning us. I agree with Mr. Compton, Glenn Compton, God bless you. The last, the last sentence in his, in his letter says it all, quote, the cost is too high, end quote. Okay. Now, there's more here, and I'm looking at our time. We're not going to be able to cover all of it today. Okay, I have another article here from, this is undark.org. We will discuss this article later. This deals with the sinkholes and the gypsum stacks specifically. We're not going to cover all that today. All right, but I wanted you all to understand what's happening here, okay? And so when people, especially if you're more conservative and you think the whole environmental thing is, you know, kind of silly, you know, they're trying to protect some little moth or something, no. This is about whether or not you and your kids will have healthy lives, including your kids. Again, radon affects kids even more so, whether or not your kids will grow up and have happy lives or whether or not they will be they will be poisoned with cancer. That's it. There, there is nothing else. This is about predatory capitalism. I'm not anti-capitalism. Let me make this clear. I have no problems with somebody getting rich over selling some silly luxury item. I do have a problem when they try and get rich off of people so that they don't have enough food to eat, a place to live, or whether they want to, again, create a process, use a process that is, they know pollutes more, but it's cheaper, and then they want to dump the cleanup on the public and poison all of us, and then, you know, again, make money off it. I have a big problem with that. That's what I mean by predatory capitalism. You know, and it isn't just Florida. You know, the U.S. Congress, the Democrats, the do-nothing Democrats in the Congress, the, the progressives want, they want sound uh, environmental protection, but the corporate Democrats do not. Where, excuse my language, where the hell have they been? All right? You know, here in St. Louis, we have our own problems with radioactive material with what's known as the Westlake landfill. Okay? So we're very aware of this, and this has got to stop. All right? So we're going to talk more about the, is, the issue of the phosphogypsum stacks in Florida uh, and how it's leached the groundwater with, on EJR in another program. We're not going to do it all today, but I wanted you all to know what we're doing here. This is, this is serious, okay? And I have no, um, no doubt that DeSantis will sign off on it. And you have to understand, this comes from phosphate mining. Phosphate mining in Florida is not only powerful economically, but it's a powerful political force in Florida too, okay? Um, in fact, according to this article from, let's see now, there was, a, I'm just going, ending this up, but here, a, a 2016, um, there was an economic impact study, uh, and this this is as documented by Front Runner Bucket, 
I can't read all this. Anyway, there was a 2016 economic impact study, and it was um, prepared for Port Tampa Bay. And it, quote, found that the phosphatic fertilizer industry generated $12.2 billion, with a B, in total economic value to that region alone. And when we mentioned that one company, Mosaic, Mosaic is the company that owns, quote, more than 317,000 acres of property in Central Florida, making it, quote, a significant landowner in the state by its own estimation, okay, according to filings with the SEC.gov. According to this article, Mosaic spent millions on, quote, lobbying and political contributions, and there's, you've got a source here on Document Cloud, at the local, state, and federal levels, and that was according to, quote, lobbying disclosure and campaign finance records. Um, so, once again, I can tell you right now, we're not going to get into all this today, but we will be talking about Mosaic in another show, so you need to tune in. All right. As I said, um, you know, regarding the letter that I read from um, – Let's see, I'm, I'm sorry, I got lost here. I've got too many things to scroll from. That's the bottom line. Regarding the letter written by Mr. Glenn Compton, again, the cost is too high to quote him. All right, so now we're going to move on with our, um, our little feature, okay? So I'm scrolling down here. All right, we're getting ready for My Little Margie. All right. And again, My Little Margie is a new feature that we do here, both on Progressive News Network and the Environmental Justice Report. And, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene is in the news nonstop, all right? Um, you know, to put it bluntly, she's like, and I don't mean to slut shame her, but she's an attention slut. She just is, all right? And, you know, once again, she isn't even aware of what she sounds like. You know, when she opens her mouth, stupidity comes out. You can just see these stupid bubbles. All right. So we're going to do my little Margie and then we will have our Jackass of the Week award. But first I'm going to go to a little uh, little break here. We're back from break. Now we're moving on to my little Margie. Here we go. Welcome to EJR's My Little Margie. The misadventures of Marjorie Taylor Greene. That Neanderthal brawl. Those guns of hers. You know she's doing rides. Okay. <laughs> I love that. Okay. So Marjorie Taylor Greene, she just spent, I doubt if it was of her own money, according to, let's see now, this is from New Republic. 
Marjor- this headline is Marjorie Taylor Greene just spent $100,000 on Kevin McCarthy's, get this, used chapstick. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's crazy. Now, mind you, uh, apparently the House Republicans were having a private weekly meeting, and they were discussing the, the debt default, and – they were, you know, talking about the auction off of McCarthy's lip balm, as reported by Politico. Um, it was, I think, cherry flavored. And um, anyway, our little Margie placed the winning bid of a hundred thousand dollars, and she beat she beat out several contenders. Now we don't know where the money's going necessarily, but um, she basically report, she only began the bidding after Speaker McCarthy agreed to have dinner with the auction winner uh, and any guests of their choice, including donors. Now, apparently, according to this article, the payment of 100000 will go to the House Republicans' campaign arm. So, in other words, she allegedly spent 100000 I'm suspecting, of donors' money, which is going to come right back to her because, again, she's the lead recipient of donor cash you know and when you talk about campaign contributions thanks to citizens united and a bunch of other nonsense let's call campaign contributions what they are legalized bribes all right so you know the democrats were angry you know because green's throwing cash around but you know the bottom line is this the republicans are not only threatening to crash the economy over the debt ceiling but they want to cut spending for child care and food aid and veterans benefits and, and keep in mind the debt ceiling can be solved okay mainstream media makes it sound like wow this is this big thing it isn't you know the 14th amendment very clearly states i think it's section four but don't quote me um that the validity of the u.s debt should not be uh debated in other words we have to pay that bill these are the bills we've already incurred and all a president, any president, has to do is just invoke the 14th Amendment and the debt ceiling's lifted. Biden could do it right now if he wanted to. He doesn't want to. Uh, again, Biden is a corporate Democrat. And so I suspect he's letting the Republicans make these savage cuts. And then the Democrat, corporate Democrats can claim, you know, those, those were the bad guys. What could we do? Mind you, it's progressives that are saying – Use the 14th Amendment. It's right there. And Joe Biden and his people know it. Okay, Janet Yellen, the Secretary of the Treasury, knows it. You don't need Republicans. You don't need McCarthy. You don't need Marjorie Taylor Greene. Invoke the 14th Amendment. Boom. We had a whole show about this, and the debt ceiling problem is solved. Furthermore, the president could direct direct the Treasury to mint a single coin, like $1 trillion or $1 quadrillion dollars. Boom. We can fund everything we need. That's the truth. And we talked about it in a previous show. But once again, in the meanwhile, Marjorie Taylor Greene is, you know, you know, she bought that chapstick for $100,000. And, you know, she's going to need it because she's busy kissing butt and other nasty parts of Donald Trump's. Let's be honest here. And I don't want to think about it. I mean, can you imagine Marjorie Taylor Greene, that Neanderthal, you know, I mean, seriously, look at the lady, okay, Neanderthal brow, you know, she's always talking about trans people, 
And yet, you look at those guns. I've never seen a woman with guns like that before. I mean, is she taking roids? What's going on here? But in the meanwhile, she paid $100,000. And you got to admit she's wily, okay? She paid $100,000, which is going to go into the arm of the Republican Party that is, you know, you know, going to be donated to, you know, Republicans, the House Republicans campaign arm. And she's the number one recipient of campaign donations, if you will. So she probably wasn't even her own money, I suspect. So, you know, once again, but she wanted that chapstick, you know, because let's face it, I'm going to get a little nasty here. When Donald Trump wants oral to his nasty member, you know, she got to use that cherry chapstick to try and, you know, Try and get rid of the the taste of that nasty spunk of his. I, I said it, okay. So there we go, Marjorie Taylor Greene. A little more on herself, and again, our little Margie. Here we go. So that's our episode of my little Margie on the Environmental Justice Report. Will she use that cherry chapstick to defray the nasty taste of the Donald spunk? We don't know. Who knows? But that's, wait for it. Okay. All righty. So now we've got finally our last feature, the Jackass of the Week Award. Okay. So I'm going to download here. I want you all to hear it. Give me a second here. All righty got it ready okay so we have a very special jackass this week and i'm checking our time here i know i got a little nasty couldn't help myself all right and you know there were so many jackasses and jennies to pick from it it, it was difficult i'm going to say it right now it was truly difficult this week i mean every time i turned around another jackass i'm telling you but this year this week let's just do it here we go give me a second here we're waiting welcome to pnn's jackass of the week awards we have a very special jackass this week we truly do once again the Jackass of the Week Award goes to Marjorie Taylor Greene. you got to wonder where she's putting all the awards that we keep sending her. I mean, seriously, you know, at times, sometimes, it, this was a difficult one. I'm going to tell you that right now because it was a tie between Marjorie Taylor Greene and the entire GOP. Seriously. But once again, we want to congratulate Marjorie Taylor Greene for being awarded. The Jackass of the Week Award. Play on, little Margie, play on. You never sounded more intelligent. Woo. All righty, there we go. So, that's our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something. Uh, I apologize if I got a little redundant or repetitive with, with the facts of the major story, but I really wanted to get it through. Uh, Again, the Florida plan to use radioactive materials in the roads is incredibly dangerous and foolish. And 
again, the Republicans don't care. Um, you know, and of course, we had our favorite My Little Margie and the Jackass of the Week Awards. Again, I got a little nasty in the commentary because, well, you know, things are so crazy nowadays, you, you just got to. Okay, I'm just going to say it. All right, you just got to. Um, but that's our show. And just in final thoughts today, in all seriousness, I don't care if you're a conservative or a progressive or somewhere in the middle. We need to understand something very clearly. Corporations are destroying the planet. This is predatory capitalism. It is not traditional capitalism where if you work hard and you create a good product for a reasonable price, you do well. This is predatory capitalism. This is basically throwing the rest of us you know, in the trash can. And it's not just hurting us. It's hurting our kids. Okay, As the Florida um, plan to use radioactive materials in the roads shows, it's our children that will come down with cancer because of this. Think about that for a minute. You know, do our goals to be affluent, is it really worth poisoning our children? You know, this speaks to our morality as a society, and I'm not talking about uh, the false morality of religious fundamentalists. I'm talking about a morality that is based in humanity, in compassion, in tolerance. We're all on this little green ball together. And in theory, it, you know, when we understand what money is, money's been created. It actually doesn't exist. It's just something we use for barter, for trade. In theory, we could create, that's what the government does, create money. We could create enough money to make sure that everybody has the basics to expand the social safety net. And then if you want more, you work for it. But see, the ultra-rich don't want that. You know, we have to realize that the very rich, not merely the affluent, the very rich, the billionaire class, the corporate class, they believe their own lies after a while. They're so arrogant. They think they know better than the rest of us. They have become as arrogant as the royals of another age. And they pose a direct threat to the future of this planet and everybody on it. Make no mistake about it. We need rule of law where there is no exception, period. That's my lecture for today. I hope you enjoy the show next week, unless something else happens, and God knows the way things are going. Something else could happen, but I'm planning uh, I'm planning on having another environmental justice report where we're going to talk more about this plan, and we're going to talk about the gypsum stacks. We're going to be talking about companies like Mosaic, because when you follow the money, you find the criminals. With that, I say good night, and God bless us. We're going to need it. Ooh.
Good night.